At ViStar, we believe in better. Our members now have access to more than 20,000 fee-free ATMs across North America. If you believe that convenience is better, join ViStar. We never forget that it's your money. All loans subject to approval, insured by NCUA. And now, from the Daytona Beach News Journal. And he is a lap away from the checkered flag in the Daytona 500. The voice of NASCAR. Austin Dillon wins the 60th running of the Great American Race. Daytona Motor Miles with Ken Willis and Godwin Kelly. Ready, ready. <laughs> Ken Willis, Gavin Kelly, Motor Mouse, Daytona, Daytona Motor Mouse, Motor Mouse, comma, Daytona. Hello, Say Gavin. Hi to our live Facebook audience. Live. How are you? Uh, uh, boogity, boogity, boogity. We're going to talk about Daryl Waltrip is uh, hitting the skids after after this week. Uh, we actually had a, a win overturned. What? It's what? rare. Yeah, it happened. What? Yeah, strange, but it was in the pick em up truck race. Talk about that. Uh, let's see. We got some, uh, we'll talk a little Hall of Fame. We'll talk paint schemes. Oh, one of my favorite subjects. And we're going to play a new game at the end of the day. After after three years or two years or however the hell long it's been, play a game. We're not going to play the birthday game anymore. Kind of, sort of. Okay. We're going to play a guess that driver. Guess that birthday boy. I'm picking a birthday boy from either today or the coming days. And uh, I'm going to give you clues and see how quickly you can guess that birthday boy. Do I get a... There are, is there a cap on the clues? There's a yeah. I'll give you his first and last name. That will be your last clue. <laughs> if we get down to it, I've got like five or six clues drawn up here. Okay. All right, but we'll get to it. Sounds It'll be self-explanatory, and we'll get to all that right after this. And we're back. What do you know? Daytona Motor Mouse, Godwin Kelly. Uh, let's get it out of the way first. Uh, this week is DW's last uh, last race in the Fox Broadcast booth. Um, let's see, 19 seasons doing that. He retired from the cockpit, retired from driving after 2000. Carried on that career a little too long, a couple of three years too long at least. Yeah. Um, and as happens with broadcasters of all shape, size, and stripe, we could say that he carried on his uh, – some would say he carried on his – thank you for that. You know I don't want that up there. Some would say he carried on his uh, broadcasting career a few years too long. But that happens. Over time, people grow weary of the same broadcasters, and for some well, reason or another, they just take that, a dislike to them. those old guys at ABC. I mean, at Conomachy, uh the there guy that people. called football, college football. Keith Jackson. Keith there were Jackson. people that were over Keith Jackson by yeah. the time he quit. Yeah. There mm-hmm. were people that were over him. Hard to believe, but yeah. Because he was starting to slip a little bit. People are mean out there. When you start to slip a little bit, the mean people, oof. Well, that's in our modern get time. Ugly, yeah. Yeah. Did, yeah. did he retire? And, uh, mm, he, 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 no, he, his last several years were, uh, there was plenty of social media going around. Plenty of mean people saying mean things. Yeah. Okay. All right, but you, DW, you got our five years from now, will we miss him in the booth? Uh, I think he's made his mark. Mm-hmm. Um, I miss. I don't know about miss. You yeah. know, what do you do if you're? If, my theory is with Fox Sports. I don't think you need a third guy up there in the booth with Mike Joy and Jeff Gordon. No. Well, who says you have to have three guys? Well, you can bring uh, you can bring Larry Mack back. You could. Yeah. You could put Regan Smith up there. Yeah. Uh, I, I say just leave it blank or have the occasional celebrity. I threesome. I think, that, I think that, <laughs> if you need a threesome. 
You bring in a... Let uh, me me recalibrate. Okay. I can remember when I was a kid, Monday Night Baseball. Remember ABC, Monday Night Baseball? It's a company to be the bookend of their Monday Night Football franchise. It was so wildly successful. Changed the NFL in many ways. They had Monday Night Baseball, and it was Howard Cosell. Uh, I think Euchre was on there for a while. I think it was before Tim McCarver. I forget who was who the color brought the color guy was. Keith Jackson did it for a while, um, but they had a season where they were doing celebrity broadcasters. Their third man in the booth or woman in the booth would be a uh, celebrity of some sort, right? And they did this briefly. I'm all for it. I'd like to have a race with a, uh, you know, somebody of note. Sitting in the booth with the, that with the, understands the sport. Or? Yeah, well, not necessarily. It could be a guy who doesn't fully understand the sport or a girl, and they could ask questions, uh, just like your mom or your aunt or your uncle or your brother-in-law might ask sitting at home on the couch. They could ask questions about why is he doing that? Why? Why are they only getting two tires? Right. Why? Why did he wreck right there? Why? How does this happen? Yeah. See, when they're when they're talking into those microphones during on a Sunday or Saturday night. They're assuming everybody that's watching knows what the hell's going on, and they know they everybody has a at least a working knowledge of auto racing, but not everybody does who yeah. watches. So if you bring a, bring in somebody who uh, who put Elton John in the booth, yeah, <laughs> yeah, think of what kind of questions a guy. Who's, oh my god, you know, a fairly bright guy who only knows doesn't know auto racing, that barely knows you know from soccer, right? You know, and gets up there and asks uh, questions. I mean, why did that name? crop up I don't well because he's on their yeah. retirement how about sebastian tour? cabot <laughs> mr <laughs> french why did he wreck uh, <laughs> what uh, where the hell did that name come from sebastian cabot mr haney mr haney yeah. yes whose name is escaping me uh buckman but uh, that, that one i come to well, me mr haney me. the character yeah i know what you're saying yeah that would be great anyway you you're trying to get me to do my mr could, haney is what you're he trying could to come do. in character yeah, yeah that would be great yeah i sure miss that yep he's coming in for two tires two tires that'll be 98 dollars <laughs> Fifty dollars for the valve stem, <laughs> Mister Douglas. <laughs> so anyway, the final word on DW is: I don't think anybody other than the France family, yeah, has gotten more out of NASCAR than Daryl Walter. He's been around it a long time. He's a driver. Remember, he owned a team yep. and it was successful. Yep. And then he went into broadcasting. Yep. He's got a lot of Folgers cans buried yeah, in the so backyard. He started. He started in his twenties. Yep. You know. And now he's 72. So He's smart enough to move to a beautiful little town called Franklin, Tennessee. Oh, it is beautiful. It yeah. is beautiful. Uh, truck penalties. Uh, Ross the Boss, Ross Chastain, the world's fastest watermelon farmer, won the pick-em-up truck race last week, right? Yeah, that was and great. an hour or so, not so good. His truck was a little <laughs> low. Didn't pass post-race inspection. They took the penalty. They took the race away, gave it to Moffitt, right? Brent Moffitt. Mo- True, right? Moffitt. Yep. And... Uh, uh, Ross the boss's truck owner saying, "Hey, wait a minute! The truck passed qualifying, passed inspection before qualifying, passed inspection before the race. Something obviously happened during the race to lower the truck. It got you know little bumps and bruises along the way. Uh, that's why we didn't pass the height test after the race. Hard and fast rule. But what do you think? Your initial? I you know what I think NASCAR." Was looking, you know, take a shot over the bow. Yeah. Because just think about this, okay? You always have to kind of put the pieces together, okay? All right. So in the Cup Series, 
the Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series. With you so far. There's two teams that have dominated. Gotcha. All right, so they figured it out. They know what the deal is. You figured it out. Yeah. They know what the deal is. I figured it out. I think these other teams are getting desperate. And they're going to try stuff that uh, maybe... So you make this move knowing you might have to make another move down the road. You get out ahead of it is what they say. Yeah, you got to get out ahead of it. You basically need an example. Yeah. Like, we're we're not kidding about, you yeah. know, we're going to DQ you yep. if you're a centimeter off. Poor Ross the boss. Yeah. That'd be an example. Yes. So, um, so anyway, I think that it served several purposes yeah it does yeah i never thought of it that way you're yeah. so smart i know put the you just got to connect the dots connect those dots you're asking me to think and you're asking me to connect dots all right gotcha. well and then you also had uh, johnny Sauter. yep who's got a, a little rambunctious out on he's the track. a racer's racer yeah he and, got a little a little crazy out there yeah and, and they suspended him for a race yeah so uh but that right here but the thing about it is the the guy that hit him, Hill. Yep. He Austin Hill. Yeah. So Johnny Sauter, who's a little high spirited, you know, he's a high strung Wisconsin boy. So Sauter moved Hill out of the way. That's a nice way of putting it. And then no, no, no. This is a sequence. And then Hill moved Sauter out of the way. Got two moves. Little, yeah. Nobody's crashed yet. Yeah. It's just bump and run. Yep. And but this bump on hill by solder or vice versa the hill on solder ah you lost yeah. me now. yeah well anyway the third time i mean solder made it obvious he was just yeah. plowing in well he was out of the race he came back yeah. on the track with a damaged truck and just plowed right into him yeah. under caution too i think yeah yeah so uh can't do that yeah days of thunder stuff man yeah. i'm telling yeah. you I wish I'd been watching, 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 watching. Well, listen, we're uh, we're still going to talk about uh, silly paint schemes. We got a Hall of Fame, little Hall of Fame news to talk about. We got a guess that birthday boy coming up later later in the podcast, and we're going to get all that right after this. All right, Daytona Motor Mouse back. Ken Willis, Gob, and Kelly. You know, I counted no less than three. I think there's probably more. I hate when people say no less than three instead of saying I counted at least three. Uh, Daryl Waltrip special paint schemes for Sonoma this weekend. Three? Yes, and I got them from uh, uh, Ricky Stenhouse, David Reagan, and Matt DiBenedetto. Matty? Woo! You know, couldn't somebody, one of the big studs, the big winners, big shooters, couldn't one of them have done a little DW paint scheme? You think? I would like to put some 1976 Daryl Waltrip sideburns down my quarter panels. <laughs> would that be cool? Pork chops. Yep, big old mutton. Everybody had them. Yep, Buddy Arrington had the best. He made Conway Twitty cry and, you know, <laughs> Conway Twitty would look at those Buddy Arrington sideburns and go, oh, if I could only do that. Artist Gilmore could do that. Remember his? Yeah, he had some. The A-Train, he had them. Yeah. So anyway, I hate silly paint schemes, but, you know, in this situation, I'll, I'll go ahead and go away with it. You want to talk Hall of Fame? Uh, you'll get that in big time auto racing is the current segment. You know what you'll get in big time auto racing? Hall of Fame. A Hall of Fame from all corners. Yeah, they're everywhere. There's a there's probably a a red stock car racing Hall of Fame full of red stock cars. <laughs> they're out there. The number sixty two Hall of Fame of uh, drivers who wore number sixty two at one point or another. Uh, there's something called the uh, uh, needless to say there's some, something called the West Coast Stock Car Hall of Fame. And uh, uh, this week, prior to the weekend at Sonoma, 
They're inducting the class of 19. And these are people, community events that want to have. We have it here in Daytona Beach during uh, Speed Weeks. Uh, actually, they do it after Speed Weeks now, don't they? The the Rotary? Sports of America. Well, oh, yeah. Oh, during Speed Weeks. Yeah, they, they the got Rotary. the Rotary. Yeah. The Rotary, yeah. Oceanside Rotary. The Oceanside Hall of Fame. Yeah. And it's a chance to get people to pay money to eat dinner and get together and feel important and a little community pride and all that. Uh, the event, uh, blah, 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 in Napa, California. Napa. Napa. Napa know-how. Here you go. Elected, and it, it's always funny how they they have to have some names. And it's all there's always somebody who you just don't necessarily associate with. Like Texas has the Texas Motor Racing Hall of Fame. And, and you know, Joe Gibbs goes in. He, he's You don't associate Joe Gibbs with Texas, but he owns stock cars at one races in Texas. So they get Joe Gibbs, so they have a big head, headliner. The uh, West Coast. Racing Hall of Fame this week. Uh, uh, elected for induction, this is not the headliners. Gary Bechtel and yeah. Rob Bruncati. Bob Bruncati, I'm sorry. Um, Jeff Gordon, that's what you call a headliner right there. Yeah. Uh, uh, J.D. Gibbs, the late son of Joe Gibbs, speaking of Joe Gibbs. Uh, a weekly racing series NASCAR national champion, Doug McCown. And an old pro K&N Pro Series champion, Eric Norris. Jeff Gordon's a headliner in that group, right? I, uh, I think so. Yeah, they're also adding some other people. Uh, heritage honorees. Rick Henderson. Ricky Henderson? George Fulmer. We knew him from the Rolex. Yeah. He's come down Fulmer, to race the Rolex man, all the yeah. time. Guy named Marshall Sargent. And a Bill Swikert and Bill Vukovic. So now you're up to speed on your West Coast Vukovic. Stock Car Hall of Fame. Yeah, Vukovic. That's one we've heard of. Yeah. That's one we heard of. So anyway, you, you'll get a you'll get a Hall of Fame. Get there a Hall of Fame. Around. There is um, a Hall of Fame of for you are probably in a Hall of Fame. You know, um, it, I'd be remiss, Mister Willis, yeah. Mister Ken Willis. Hey Willie on yeah. uh, the Twitter, um, June nineteenth, nineteen forty nine. Now, what is that? What what was the significance of that date? June nineteenth, nineteen forty nine. Almost seventy years ago. 70 years ago it is today. It years ago today. Today. This is kind of like a reverse birthday game you're playing with me right here. <laughs> 70 years ago today, uh, were you born? Is that well, when you were born? Bear in mind, we're talking about NASCAR <laughs> racing because this is oh, a NASCAR. Is that the first NASCAR race? Yes. Stock car, Grand National? Strictly stock. See, people get a little confused because it was in late 47 when they had that big, those three or four days of meetings at Streamline and came up with the idea of NASCAR. And the rules. And the rough, yes, the a rough, rough outline of how they were going to run it. Right. Then in 48, they had their first season, but it wasn't strictly stock cars. It was like modified they sportsmen, modified. stuff like that. Kind of a soft opening in yeah. 48, right? So yeah. in 49, 70 years ago today, they had their first race. And was it not in Charlotte area, at a little track in Charlotte? Yes. And... Uh, it was obvious why they held it at Charlotte, because this guy named Bruton Smith, oh, yeah, had a uh, him and Bill France Senior yep. were budding heads. They did uh, about you know who should control stock car racing. He had his own organization, Southern States something. Or other, yeah. yeah, and so when they decided to run strictly stock, which is now the Cup Series, mm-hmm. they went to Charlotte. And Did Red had, Byron win that first one? 
and won the first championship. Never mind. We'll get to that. Yeah. Don't got to love putting you on the spot. And what's crazy is Bruton Smith is still around. Bruton Smith, he started with Bill France Sr. Yep. He made his way through with Bill France Jr. He outlasted the third generation. Yeah, he he outlasted the third generation, and he's still here. Now, Marcus, his son, is pretty much running the the business at this point. But he's still kicking. It's Mm. it's amazing when you think that he had – you know the idea this kind of the same idea that bill france senior had mm-hmm. and he's still here i mean he must have been pretty darn young 70 a, what, years ago he was a, a go-getter a, yeah. a whippersnapper yeah that's what he was so a wunderkin but anyway that little nascar history on this day and in, in 49 right. on this very day june very 19th nascar stock car races we know it today yep all right well we're gonna pack up that little bit of knowledge and we're gonna take it on break with us and we'll be right back all right, we're back. Green, white checkers. Ken Willis, Goblin Kelly, Daytona Motor Mouse. Uh, Sonoma, they had a Cup Series had a week off. Uh, on our NASCAR This Week page, which I hope you get in your local newspaper, wherever oh, you man. are. So uh, good. We uh, One of the questions in our little Speed Freaks uh, panel was, uh, which non-winner from 2019, which current non-winner from this season has the best chance to go to that road course and pick off a win? I'm going with Kurt Busch because he always runs good at, at uh, Sonoma. He's a good, good little road racer, <laughs> and uh, and I, I I'm just saying. Plus, he you know he, he wants to win. He's he's been outperforming the number one car's history this year in his first year in the number one car. Um, I think he's going to get a win. You don't ever know. So he is my pick to, given his history and he's been up front. I think he finished second at Michigan. I think you know just so. Which doesn't mean nothing once you get to Sonoma, but that's my pick. You had a different pick. Yes, sir. I surely did. Um, you have the right team, Stewart House Racing. You have the wrong driver. Yeah? yeah. Kevin Harvick? N- nope. Eric Almarola? Not this week. Danica Patrick? <laughs> no? No, it's the... Uh, Jethro? It's the... The, everybody's favorite driver. Let's face it. I yeah, mean, he's everybody, He's everybody's favorite driver. Clint Boyer will win at Sonoma. You said. I think so. I, think, I got Kurt Busch, and we'll bet a buck on which whose driver finishes and I, or the other. Right. I think what's going to happen is they're going to put extra struts or whatever in his car, yeah. some extra frame reinforcements. Well, I hope they yank them out before they have that post race tech inspection. I don't think. I don't think there's a limit on how you can <laughs> reinforce your bumpers and stuff oh, okay. so uh he's gonna bumper up and uh, i think he's gonna be a factor and a big old bull nose on that thing he won that he won that race mm-hmm. driving for petty i think Mm-mm. no Mm-mm. no petty clint never drove for petty are you having a moment yeah i'm having an old guy moment gee whiz all right okay. oh michael waltrip there you go yeah the i'm guy. sorry wow quite a difference a little worried about you i was going to play a trivia game i'm not so sure how about instead of guess that birthday boy we're going to play guess our own name can you do that ken willis all right you're getting better all right there's a birthday and it's today his birthday is today i want to see how many clues it takes before you get it this is a race car driver uh 
Or a former race car driver. Oh, you're not going to tell me? Why would I? I'll tell you if you guess. I'm giving you a clue, and you're going to try to guess the guy's yeah, name. Yeah, but, but, uh, but uh, like that would be a clue. If it was a of race car driver would, or... Get there. I'm going to... The clues will make it more apparent as okay. we get there. All right. Fire away. He had three career cup wins and also won a 125-mile qualifying race at Daytona. Current or former race car driver with three career cup wins, including a 125 at Daytona. The fact that it's a 125 tells you it's not like one of the young guys because you have to, because it's been 150 well, for what, almost a decade? Say cuckoo? That's a very good guess, but you're wrong. And you, it's a good guess because cuckoo did win a 125. Yeah. I don't think he ever won any cup races, though. Well, that was considered a cup race, though. It, it was, but I include so those four. <laughs> At age 49, he started racing ARCA. In mm. over six years, he won four times in 22 starts. So mm. Beginning in 1987, when he was 49. Wow. He won four races in ARCA in 22 starts. Three of those four races were at Talladega. Mm-hmm. He's 81 today. He's 81. Yep. You know, I know who it is, but I can't think of his name. It's a it's a off brand name. He was he never made it to the. That. He's born and a native of Edwardsville, Indiana. Yeah, I know who it is, but I can't think of the guy's Owned name. Owned the trucking company. I know, I I I know, I know the guy's name. In late 1969, <laughs> he fired an employee of the trucking company, who later, <laughs> got back later. That employee uh, came back and delivered a little Frontier Justice. Glassback shows up to 1970 Speed Weeks with uh, two broken ribs and a bullet <laughs> lodged in his arm. The uh, yeah, the casing of the bullet. They, the bullet had gone down toward his stomach. They took the bullet out of his stomach. Uh, he finished second well, you're already, in the Daytona 500. You already said the name. Did I? Yeah, Charlie Glassback. Damn it! I'm no good at this. <laughs> All right, final clue is his name was Charlie Glotzback. Yeah, and I I knew, I think, I didn't know on the twin and three wins. Yeah. But then the, on the next clue, I knew who it was, but, but you I, couldn't, I couldn't think name. of the name. Yeah. I was got The best clue, the final clue was going to be he finished second in the Daytona 500, one of the greatest Daytona 500 finishes ever. He finished second to Leroy Yarbrough in 1969. In a Cotton Owens Dodge. Cotton Owens. All right. Guess that birthday, boy. We need a little refinement on that one, but I'll get it. I'll get it. It's going to be fun. We're going to test yeah, your I, knowledge. I, we're going to end the podcast with a dad joke. Okay. Dad joke. Uh, so this is the dad jokes book compiled by Jack Duncan. And we Duncan. go to page 85 today, joke 152. Mm-hmm. All right. Are you ready, sir? Absolutely. Why were the dad's letters damp when they were delivered? Why was was dad's letters damp when they were delivered? Yep. I'm no good at this. I don't know why. Why were the letters damp when they were delivered to dad? They had postage due. (laughs) D-E-W? Yeah. I get it. Yeah. That's good. That's one one for the books right there. That looks like my old pen. Yeah, it was sitting here. So yep, that been, is my old. Been pen. sitting here for a long time. Missing that red pen. 
This is Ken Noelis, Gob, and Kelly. This has been the Daytona Motor Mouse Podcast. Until next time, thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of Daytona Motor Mouths. To reach the program, please visit DaytonaMotorMouths.com or follow on Twitter at NASCAR Daytona or Facebook at NASCAR Daytona. And thanks for joining us. Daytona Motor Mouths is a production of the Daytona Beach News Journal.